Hi, this is Nick Forster. This week we're going to revisit a show from the early days of 2012. It's one of our favorites, and it starts right now. Live from E-Town Hall, beneath the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town, with this week's musical guests. From Montreal and Chicago, Birds of Chicago. And from St. Catharines, Ontario, vagrant recording artist, City in Color. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, please join me in welcoming Nick Forrester. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, everybody. Welcome to E-Town. You've been hearing us for a long time talking about, yeah, we're fixing up this old church and we're making this thing and we're creating this kind of place and, and this is actually happening. This is our first E-Town taping live from E-Town Hall and we're pretty excited. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Glad you guys could be here. It's kind of wild. It's a little bit like a sort of a solar powered music temple right here in downtown Boulder and We'll see what happens. I think it, uh, it bodes well for our future. Our guests this week are uh, great singers and songwriters from northern climes, places like Vancouver and Chicago and Montreal and Toronto. Uh, yes, we have a couple Canadians with us. We like that. We're happy about that. Up first is a singer who grew up in St. Catharines, the town that is just a few miles from Niagara Falls, a few miles from Buffalo. It was the last stop on the Underground Railroad as a safe haven for escaped slaves in the mid-19th century. He's got a Ford plant. It was once very briefly dubbed the fattest city in Canada, whatever that means. But um, our first guest is here not because he's from St. Catharines, but because he's a great singer and a great songwriter. And we're very excited to have him with us. Please welcome for his first visit to E-Town, City in Color. It's very nice to be here. Uh, this is a song I wrote about my parents. I fear I'll die from complications. Complications. Left undone, that all my debts will be left unpaid. Feel like a cripple without a cane. I'm like a jack of all trades who's a master of none. on the bright side Saying things like Sudden life just ain't that hard He is the grand optimist I am the world's poor pessimist You give him burdens sometimes And he will escape unscarred 
Gain no strength from counting the beads on a rosary And now the wound has begun to turn Another lesson that has gone unlearned But this is not a cry for pity or for sympathy Dallas Green, City in Color. Welcome to E Town. Hi. So fun. Such such uh, such good songs. Such a good singer. Oh, thanks. So, uh, did I get some of that stuff right about your hometown, St. Catharines? Yeah, all yeah. of it. Did it inform you? Is it a kind of town that has a sort of a personality, or a, like give you any particular advantage or disadvantage as you were launched? Well, uh, as far as launching goes, I made my start in. I mean, I was doing this kind of stuff well before. Uh, I started a band with my friends called Alexis on Fire, right. which... Uh, doesn't uh, sound like this. No, it doesn't. Uh, but the, I, I was writing songs and, yeah. and playing around coffee shops and stuff, and, and nobody really cared. Uh, I cared. Oh, well, thanks. You didn't know about it. Um, but then, so, um, it, was, it was good to be close to Toronto and close to Buffalo as a young band, so we were able to go and play all around the Niagara region, like in the, all the way to Toronto and beyond. There's lots mm-hmm. of small little towns, the greater Toronto area, as it's called. Every weekend, we would book yeah. shows and go around and play, or then, or then the same with going over the border and playing all around upstate New York. That was back when the border was a little easier to cross, probably. Well, no, actually. We, we started, uh, our band formed uh, September 2001. So we started a band at the yeah. worst time to yeah. try and make it in America. LAUGHTER uh, we, we are. So we, uh, it's funny too. I, I know so many bands from the States who are always like, geez, it's so hard to get into Canada. And I always say, you should try getting into America. The other way, yeah. <laughs> um, so you described your parents briefly uh, as your, your dad being optimistic and your mom not so much. Yeah. And so were they encouraging as you were growing up and you were embracing these different kinds of music? And they were like, wow, that's a great idea. And here's some songs that we like and that kind of thing. Yeah. A, hundred a lot of music in your house. hundred percent. I mean, yeah. my, I think my mom and dad both very much wanted to be musicians and would have loved to have taken up an instrument, but their childhood situation just didn't allow them that yeah. uh, freedom. So I, th- I think that's why uh, 
they've always been very supportive of what I do as long as I was sort of fending for myself as well. Like once I yeah. finished high school, I had to get a job and stuff. Right. Were they as supportive? I can't help but ask about the tattoos. Yeah, well, uh, I got my mom and dad's name tattooed on me up here very early on in the game. <laughs> so up, little, up on, your, on your biceps. Somewhere. Yeah, up here. And I, yeah. and I also told my mom I wasn't going to go past my elbows. Uh, <laughs> but I did. Uh, yeah. So there's my mom, my dad, and my sister. And That's very smart, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done it a bunch of times. When I told my dad I was going to get my neck tattooed. And he said, don't get your neck tattooed. And I was like, I'm going to get my neck tattooed. <laughs> And he was like, just come on, like, you've got, you got enough, don't get your neck tattooed. So I went and got my neck tattooed. <laughs> but I got a, a, a memorial tattoo for my father's father, my grandfather, who was in World War II. He was a submarine captain. And so I got HMS Calgary, which was the name of his sub, which his submarine division sank the German sub that got closest to North American waters. And my dad still has, like, the newspaper article and the, his medal and all that stuff. Yeah. So I got that for my grandfather, and I got home, and I showed it to him, and he looked at me. He was like, the one thing you knew I wouldn't get upset about. <laughs> so it's all about planning, clever planning when, right. you're, when you're trying to get, get away. But then, so, I, you know, and then I became a musician, so they were like, okay, well, at least you don't have to wear a suit. Right. Unless you want to. Yeah. And then the, uh, you know, Alexis on Fire, I guess, was sort of hardcore, post-punk, I don't know what you would call it. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's been called every, everything, really, because yeah. we kind of threw everything but the kitchen sink into the yeah. songs. And uh, as a younger lad, I used to jump off the stage with my guitar and stuff until people stopped catching me. <laughs> I, had one, I had one real bad so fall sad. In, uh, in Albany, New York. I remember I had a really bad fall where I jumped off and I landed on the ground and I thought, you know, if I was in the crowd... I wouldn't want me jumping on me. And that was, uh, that was the, last, the last time I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with a guitar on. Right. So uh, that yes. was, yeah. And, uh, and I've heard you say that the best music for you is sad music. So, yeah. I, and I, I guess I don't really necessarily mean like horribly sad music. Yeah. But, but that tends to inspire you as a writer. Yeah. And I just think my voice is sort of, it's just built for that, mm -hmm. like that emotion. Yeah. It seems like, a, I remember a long time ago playing a song for my friend and she started crying afterwards and I said, you don't even know what it's about. And she says, just the way you're singing it. Uh -huh. So I've always kind of felt like that's just, this just always made more sense to me when I'm writing to, I don't know, I don't want to sing about the sun shining. It just right. doesn't. In you don't take after uh, your dad. No. No. <laughs> um, as a, um, as a writer, are you a guy who, uh, for whom songs come easily, or are you somebody who, who labors and spends a few weeks kind of getting it right, or how oh, does it work for you? A few weeks would be awesome. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, a, yeah, I'm a laborer. It's mostly because I have a very large lack of faith in myself. I, I just can't seem to write a song and think, oh, that's good. That's okay. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I go over and over and over with it, with a fine-tooth comb, and well, it works. Obviously, it connects. People love your songs. People love your singing. And so, uh, congratulations. You've had all the success. Juno Awards, successful tours, playing at Red Rocks a couple of days. I mean, this is big stuff. You're, yeah. you're happening. It's great. Yeah. It's the every day I get to wake up and play yeah. is a good day. Yeah. Now, are there... Um, I understand you like to record in churches. Yeah. I've, I've made my last uh, two records in my, my late friend Dan Aiken's uh, converted church studio in Hamilton, Ontario. It just had a wicked vibe, yeah. and I really wanted to make a, a organic-sounding record. You know, I just wanted it to sound like it was me with my guitar right. playing songs for you. Yeah, it's interesting that you titled your record that you recorded in a church, "Little Hell." Yeah, 
Um, well, I'm, I didn't record in the church hoping for some divine help. Yeah. I just recorded it because I thought it sounded really yeah. cool. Yeah. Hey, but, well, we're, we're fans. You know, here we are. We're in an old church yeah. right now, and it feels good so far. Sounds nice. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you are our first guest in the new venue, and uh, glad yeah, you could join very, us. Yeah, it's very, very honored to be here. So yeah. Thank you very well, much. Well, we sure enjoyed. Let's get back to music. Welcome back to E-Town, Dallas Green, City in Color. Thank you. This song's called uh, Body in a Box. i 
City in Color, the city is called Little Hell, from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. He'll be back, play some more music a little later on in the show. We will be back with the Achievement Award, plus music from the Birds of Chicago, after a short break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. And by our diverse family of NPR affiliates and community stations, plus college and commercial stations, as well as our international stations and podcast subscribers worldwide. Thank you for your continued support. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. City in Color is going to be back later on in the show. And coming up, a great uh, duo, the Birds of Chicago. Wonderful singers uh, from two different bands, and they're together and making amazing music together. Uh, before we bring them out, though, um, you know, we're all here because of the, I guess, the power of music and bringing people together and uh, connecting us in a good way. And each week we get a chance to recognize somebody who we learned about through one of our listeners who is basically using different skills to try to bring people together, make good stuff happen in their communities, in their hometowns. Typically, these are folks who just look around and see a problem and look at it as an opportunity to try to make things better. We get to recognize them with something called the Achievement Award. It's made possible by the Bohemian Foundation. And here comes Helen to tell you about this week's winner. Thank you, Nick. This week's listener nominator is Steve Mixus of Santa Rosa, California, who streams E-Town from our website. He's nominating Evelyn Cheatham, also of Santa Rosa. Evelyn's mom was an amateur gourmet cook who put things like pheasant sandwiches in her lunchbox, so it's not surprising she was inspired from an early age to appreciate good food. Now, as an adult, she became a professional chef. She thought she'd eventually become an executive chef in a high-end hotel. But when she was asked to fill in short-term at a culinary training program for troubled youth, the experience changed her life forever. 
These were kids who came from pretty tough childhood situations, and she was struck by three things. Their resilience, their hunger for adult guidance and support, and the fact that they knew absolutely nothing about healthy eating. Well, she was compelled to pitch in and help them on all three levels. What was supposed to be a temporary project has become her full-time volunteer commitment to give at-risk kids a second chance and to teach them valuable life skills and job skills in the process. And Nick, we've reached Evelyn at her home. She's waiting to tell us more. So please join me now in welcoming this week's Achievement Award winner from Santa Rosa, California, Evelyn Cheatham. How are you, Evelyn? Oh, Nick Forrester, it is indeed my honor to speak with you and be on E-Town. I'm great. Oh, good. Thank you for joining us. Um, so Helen gave you a, a nice introduction. Can you tell us a little bit about the kids that we're talking about? What, what sort of situations these kids come from? Uh, the kids in Worth Our Weight come from uh, aging out of foster care. They've been on probation or maybe are headed toward probation. They have documented learning disabilities from their schools. They are brought in by the hand by grandparents who are parenting again or parents who are just at their wits end. Those are most of my kids. Yeah. And uh, when you met them for the first time, it changed you. It changed me because at first I was afraid of them. And as soon as I spoke to them, they smiled and I knew they were just little puppies. (laughs) (laughs) How did you get through? What made you know that you got through? Their humor. Yeah. And their trust in me. Yeah. And tell us about the program you set up. So what we have here is a culinary training program. We have a little cafe that we open on the weekends. We serve uh, great food. I think it's wonderful. The kids do everything. They cook. They clean. They wait on tables. The kids work hard. They come in and they prep after school. And the great thing about them is that they come in on the weekends when they could be out playing and having a good time. They come in and they work Saturday and Sunday to learn this trade. Wow. And... um... This is a brand new experience for a lot of these kids just thinking about where food comes from and how to make it and all that stuff. They're astonished that things actually grow out of the ground and they can eat them. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And they're learning stuff that's way more than just about cooking. They're learning a lot more than cooking. They're learning about how to work as a team. They really love each other. They say that all the time. And they have life skills that uh, things they take for granted, like how to answer the telephone, how to show up on time, how to serve someone with kindness how to take criticism from the public as well. And tell us a little bit about the cafe. Well, we have a wonderful cafe. The kids serve brunch. It's uh, donation-based, so there are no prices on the menu. So you pay what you think the meal is worth. So what's the range? Does somebody say? Well, you know, what I've found with this cafe is that the kids who are homeless out in the community can come and eat and leave 75 cents or nothing, that people that live in the area who are on fixed incomes can have a wonderful, delicious, organic meal and pay what's in their budget, right. and people who can afford to pay more chip in a little bit more so that others can have a great meal. And, and what, is it, what are the items on the menu? Oh, we have a wonderful huevos rancheros, our eggs benedict. The kids make the uh, English muffins themselves. We have a spinach florentine scrambled egg. Oh, that's cool. And the ingredients, do uh, you get them We get local? them all locally. Yeah. Do the kids get paid? Usually they get a stipend until they get to a graduation, and when they get to graduation which takes about a year, I guarantee them a job in the industry. Oh, wow. We have a lot of support from our local chefs. Oh, that's cool. And uh, But you're still a volunteer. I am a volunteer for six years now. And uh, lots of hours. (laughs) I put in about 60-plus hours a week. 60-plus hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. And do you do other things in the uh, remaining time? (laughs) 
Well, I have to support myself, so I do teach our local junior college in the culinary department as well. Oh, wow. This is obviously a huge commitment, but you must be seeing some great results. I see great results, and I'm so happy, and I don't think of it as a job. It's the way I want to live my life. And, you know, through all the frustration, as hard as you know as restaurant work may be, our team here is so supportive with one another that it's really just the way I live my life. Do you do other things, like uh, do, as a group or these kids when they work together? Do you get to hang out outside of this work? Oh, yeah. We go on field trips. We're going up to a lake uh, in a couple of weeks, and they'll camp for about four or five days together. In the wintertime, I take them skiing or to Yosemite or someplace nice. A lot of the kids have never been outside in the country. When we went skiing this winter, one of the kids said, you know, this is a day of first for me. This is the first time I've ever been in a forest. This is the first time I've ever seen a waterfall. This is the first time I've gone camping with friends. Wow. My goal is to try to give them as much to prepare them for a good life in the future, and that's connecting with people and making good relationships with others. And am I right? Helen told me something about every couple of years you take four or five kids on a big adventure. Oh, yeah. We go to the Slow Food Conference in uh, Turin, Italy. And that came about because a lot of the kids um, that are in this program were involved in gangs. And I don't know how to work with the gang population. I don't understand it, and words don't seem to work. So I thought if we take them out of their environment and take them someplace completely different, something they know nothing about, inside of a day they'll find out that they have more in common with people that they think are different than they have that's different. And they bond with people immediately, immediately. It happens in the first day. I just love the image of you traveling around Italy with five kids from gangs and just thinking about food. That's kind of cool. It's all about food. Food is a great connector. (laughs) So, um, and obviously this is working, right? Yeah. This is making a difference for these kids. Absolutely. And when did you start this? I started in 2006. And so how many kids do you think have been through this program so far? About 500 right now. 500 kids. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing, Evelyn. It's a huge commitment. Thank you, Nick. And, uh, and just tell us the name of the project. And Our program's called Worth Our Weight. And Worth Our Weight, for me, what I learned is that these children are worth their weight and gold. They're truly precious. And uh, is there a website, Worth Our Weight? WorthOurWeight.org. Is there uh, any interest or any possibility of other people kind of using your program as a model and replicating it somewhere else? We have gotten phone calls and emails from people around the country and from... Uh, other uh, other countries as well. I got an email yesterday from a guy in Kenya. Oh, that's cool. Well, Evelyn, congratulations. We're going to send you a Framed Achievement Award certificate, and you can share it with your kids and your your volunteers. And mostly, we're just thrilled that you shared your story with us. It is wonderful to talk with you. I love E Town. I listen to E Town on our local public radio station oh. all the time. So it is really an honor for me to be here right now. Thank you, Evelyn. Thanks for your kind words, and and again, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. That's Evelyn Cheatham. The organization she started is called Worth Our Weight, Santa Rosa, California. Thanks, Evelyn. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's Evelyn Cheatham, our word winner this week on E-Town. On this show that was recorded back in 2012, I want to let you all know that Evelyn died in 2019, and so the organization is no longer in operation. But it's just such a great story that we wanted to share it with you again someone who really gave up so much on behalf of her values and her commitment, and she made a huge difference for a lot of people for a long time. Right now, let's go back to our very first show that we ever recorded here at E-Town Hall. (music) 
We have more music coming up in just a little bit from City and Color. Right now, I want to tell you about our next guests. Birds of Chicago is a duet that came together when two musicians from other bands uh, got together and discovered that they could create something altogether uh, new and special. Allison Russell had a band that came out of some uh, Vancouver jam sessions with one of the members of the Be Good Tanyas, and that led to the formation of uh, the Poe Girls, which now is based in eastern Canada. Uh, Jeremy Lindsay has a diverse musical collection of experiences based around Chicago, you know, under the name of JT Nero, he's recorded a bunch, and JT in the Clouds is a band that sort of has a, a decidedly Chicago style of music and sound that's very cool. There was a JT Nero record, and Allison sang on all of it, just I guess last came out last year, and they discovered, wow, this is kind of cool, so we're going to do more of this. They've been playing at festivals and getting great response, and we're very happy to have them with us. Please welcome to E-Town for their first visit, Birds of Chicago. Um, we're really happy to have Helen singing with us. Uh, we're going to have Christian play some percussion on this one. Flying dreams. Do you remember your 4th November? The geese in the pine by your home. Down from Ontario, you fed them. Every morning, little crumbs from your pocket, yeah. And then one day, they were gone on. The one they left behind, broken wings, drifting along.
When you wake up, when you wake up, when you wake up and everything's down, I will hug you close, I will wipe the tears from your eyes. You are young, you are wise, here in your time, child out of time. I wish you flying dreams, I wish you flying dreams. Thank you so much. I'm going to um, play you a song that was inspired by meeting my biological father and that whole side of the family, my two beautiful siblings, Nikki and Kino, and my loving stepmom, Tessa, for the first time just about three years ago now. Um, it was a wonderful experience, an ongoing adventure, and it turns out they have been living very close to my maternal family in Ontario, in Brampton, Ontario, and my maternal family are in Peterborough. All of these years, we were just a few miles away and we didn't know. So it's been a great thing to bring my, my two halves together. My mom and her people are Scottish. My dad and his people are Grenadian. I was born and raised in Canada, which makes me a Scottish, Grenadian, Canadian. And uh, this song is for them. It's called Sans Souci. Sans souci, sans souci, eh, sans souci, sans souci, 
Chicago. So, um, so how did you first meet? When did you first sort of decide maybe this would work? Let's see. I, I was in uh, San Francisco playing some music, and I, I had become friends with uh, one of the uh, the gals that that formed the Bigotanias, uh, who eventually went solo, Jolie Holland. And then, as you mentioned, Trish, one of uh, one of the Tanias, had a project going with Allison, and so we met that way. And you know, pretty much just over the years, our, our two bands, uh, you know, found more and more ways to collaborate and to uh, be in the same space, uh, or we particularly did. And, and uh, at some point, we figured we needed to, to give it a name yeah. and uh, make it official. That's cool. And Allison, do you remember the first time you sang with JT? Do you remember thinking, this is kind of different and good? And I do. I remember being too shy to say hello to JT the first time I heard him play live. And um, eventually, I got over that. And we were He's covering. tall and imposing. He's very imposing. It's important yeah. to understand that yeah. my band, JT in the Clouds, was a pretty big deal. I mean, we'd sold over, <laughs> I think, 120 albums in a number of different <laughs> territories at that point. So, I mean... Uh, so, no wonder, you, yeah. You can't blame him for <laughs> I was overall Being a little starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we were actually covering um, one of JT's songs in my, in my group, Poe Girl. 
a song called Till It's Gone, and we sang that for the first time together in Chicago at the old Gunther Murphy's on our first uh, cross-Canada and then cross-US tour with Pogirl, which was in 2003, and we got to sing together, and that was kind of the beginning. We started doing lots of tours, and I sang on JT Nero's album, as you mentioned, and now we made a new CD baby together. That's so cool. Well, I love the fact that you're uh, sort of exploring and you're on a little traveling jaunt right now. Yeah, yeah, it feels good, you know, and I think uh, it's a nice thing with songwriting. I mean, uh, or it's a good litmus test for tunes, right? Because if if they can exist in this format where it's just the two of us, then they're probably worth dressing up with uh, a bunch of other really nice stuff. But if they can't get, get through, then it's just a bunch of dressing, you know? Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Well, it's lovely to hear you guys play and sing. We're going to do that some more right now. Help me welcome back to the stage here at E-Town Hall, Birds of Chicago. We are deeply honored to have the E-Tones, the fabulous E-Tone band joining us on this next tune. It's a tune called Cannonball.
Thank you so much. Thanks to the e -tons. Birds of Chicago. JT Nero on the vocals and guitar. Allison Russell on the, on the banjo and the uke. Guitar and the singers. The CD, Birds of Chicago, along with the E-Tones. We'll be back with more music from City and Color after a short break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. As a reminder, for your viewing pleasure, there are over 2,000 videos on the E-Town YouTube channel, where you can also subscribe in order to stay up to date with our latest offerings. And if you're curious about E-Town's home base, E-Town Hall, our beautiful solar-powered music venue, community center, and recording studio located in downtown Boulder, Colorado, you can learn more about it on our website, etown.org. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like WIUM in Macomb, Illinois, Tri-State Public Radio, on KPOV in Bend, Oregon, High Desert Community Radio, and on WRFA in Jamestown, New York, Low Power Radio to the people. As always, if you want more information about anything we're up to here at E-Town, all that stuff is available online at etown.org. Right now, would you please help me welcome to the stage, City in Color. Uh, so this is uh, my, I guess my last song, sort of. Uh, and I just I say thank you very much to everybody that uh, is involved in, in making E-Town work. It's a wonderful Wonderful thing, you don't find many places like this and people that are this helpful and interested in doing good things with music. So I think you should uh, give everyone a round of applause here. And uh, again, I'm very uh, happy to be the, one of the first people to, to play a, a show in, in here, so.
make her worse for wear Lost in the dark She's got a heavy heart Toronto, Canada, city in color. The city is called Little Hell. Great singing, great songwriting. We've got time for one more song. We're going to invite everybody out onto the stage for this uh, last, last uh, bit of music for our program this week. And uh, we, we think you're going to like it. I really want to thank all our guests this week for our big first show here. The Birds of Chicago, JT Nero and Allison Russell. Thanks, you guys. You did a great job. Wonderful singing. Great musicianship. Thanks to our award winner, Evelyn Cheatham, using food and cooking and food service, a cafe to really connect young people with nature and good food and eating habits. Thanks to Helen Forster and the E-Tones. Thanks to Dallas Green, City and Color. Thanks to all of you for coming to our first show here. The residents, the, the new uh, citizens of E-Town. Got one more song, and yes, it's a Canadian song. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town.
Towns produced by a donor-supported nonprofit organization with help from all of our fine staff. The show was recorded live this week at E-Town Hall. To comment about E-Town, make an Achievement Award nomination, or to get tickets to a live taping, send an email to info at etown.org, visit our website, etown.org, write us at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306, or connect with us on Twitter or on Facebook at facebook.com slash etownradio. Hello, woman of my dreams. Is this not the way it seems? And purple words on a gray background To be a woman and to be turned down Old enough now to change your distribution of E-Town is made possible by the support of E-Town's family of sponsors, this station, and listeners like you. Chicago, Etones. Thanks to Neil Young. Thanks to all of you. See you soon. This is a production of Etown. There you have it, Etown from 2012 with City and Color, Birds of Chicago, Evelyn Cheatham, our award winner. I'm Nick Forster. Thank you for listening.